Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Between Two Consultants. I'm Nicholas Kelly. And I'm Ethan Silvers. And today we're going to be talking about technical project management. And to do that, we are joined by Dimitri. Dimitri, could I ask you to do a real quick introduction, please? Sure. Hey, guys. Um, I have been a director at Logic 2020 for over 10 years, and uh, most of my responsibilities revolve around technical project management. And I have uh, managed a variety of engagement uh, engagements at a variety of clients, anyway, anything from a startup to large Fortune 500 organizations. Awesome. Dimitri, thanks for joining the show. And to kick things off, what's the difference between project management and technical project management? And could you give us a little bit of an explanation about what it is? Sure. So technical project management builds upon the regular project management, um, as you might guess. Uh, but it's about understanding the technical details and being able to translate technical requirements in, and talk to the developers and talk to the business. So you have to speak the kind of the business uh, in business terms with the business and you have to, to speak the technical language with the developers. And if you don't understand what you're managing, uh, you are very likely to fail. So I would say that being technical, understanding um, the technologies and the tools that the team is using is critical for the overall success of your um, project. Awesome. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry there to you cut you again. off. Uh, no, just, this is what happens. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This so is what gotta, happens when you work with amateurs. I gotta help, I'm going to help you out first a little bit, Ethan, because I was going to hand it off to you. Dimitri, what I'd love to go into next now that Nick has passed it over to me is how did you start your career as a technical project manager? Walk, walk us through that. So I actually initially started as a developer and uh, um, my original degree that I went to school for was computer science. So I actually started writing code before I even thought about becoming a project management, uh, becoming a project manager. Uh, but when I did start, it was much easier for me uh, because I understood, I understood the projects that I, the projects that I was managing and all the technologies. So it was a little bit probably easier than um, anybody else. I started my own company um, back in the early 2000s and then uh, started managing projects. So it seems like I couldn't uh, write code anymore. So I actually needed more of a management skills, which I started uh, coming up to speed on. And that's basically how I started. Yeah. And um, how how much in your development world, how many um, viruses did you develop? Was it over? Was it over twenty? What's the most nefarious virus that you created? <laughs> I helped the whole white okay um, thing. Got <laughs> it. Battle. In the typical project, Dimitri, when you're not um, when you're not doing development of viruses, um, and you're actually providing good things to the world, what are some of like the ver like typical pitfalls that you see? Um, as you're running a project? A lot of times it's not understanding what's involved, not understanding all the components, um, underestimating the tasks, um, especially you know on the business side, things may seem easy and just say, hey, you know, that should take you just a week. And then in the reality, they don't understand everything that needs to go in, right? So, you know, sometimes it requires infrastructure setup, networking, firewall, firewall rules, et cetera, et cetera. So if you don't have an understanding, you're going to underestimate and um, sometimes even miss some of the uh, tasks that need to happen. And so, you know, at the end, if you if you if you do that, you'll fail. Mm -hmm. You have a PMP, is what you have told me, um, and 
we're now um, sending people to check on that. Um, what what value have you gained from having a PMP certificate? I would say the most value that I gained was um, while I was studying for it. So it helped me put uh, a formal framework uh, together in my mind on how projects need to be managed. So it became became more of a science than an art um, because before it's uh, some of it were instincts, some of it were just you know the lessons lessons learned and the PMP. Uh, basically provide this really solid foundation on how projects should be structured and managed. It doesn't prescribe any specific methodology, but it does give you kind of all the main stages of a particular project that you need to watch out for. And um, things that used to be in the gray area all of a sudden became uh, black and white. So that was um, kind of, that was very helpful to me when I, when I think about the PMP. I mean, actually having a PMP certification is probably not even as helpful as I said is. Um, looking at the framework, studying the framework, and understanding what it is. Yeah, there's there's two things you mentioned there, Dimitri. And, and firstly, let me start with the PMP one first. Do you recommend for someone who wants to be a project manager or has started to do aspects of that in their day job, do you recommend doing the PMP or any other certification as a, a matter of priority to help them accelerate down that path? I think maybe getting certification is not as critical as understanding the project management, how project management works. Getting a PMP will certainly get you there. And um, that's probably the one framework that I would recommend to start with. There are many others. I mean, there's a certified Scrum Master. Um, so there's a um, uh, scaled agile framework certification and many others, but PMP will give you the foundational knowledge about how project management uh, works. Even if you don't get the, the certification itself, but just um, studying and uh, looking at the materials, and there's there's so many resources available online now, uh, would be very helpful. And uh, Ethan, Dimitri mentioned online, so that he's referring to the internet, uh, just for uh, reference oh. there. Um, I do have a, a second question. If a company is starting a technical uh, project, what are some of the things that they should be looking out for in order to make sure they're going to be successful with the project management of it? I would say one of the things that they need to focus on are the business objectives. A lot of times people are trying to fix um, business, what they're thinking, business problems with the technology, uh, but they, it, a lot of times you need to, to take a step back. You just need to take a step back and look at what you're trying to achieve uh, before you jump into any sort of technical solutions. So that would be the first the first thing is looking at the business goals, the business objectives. Then you start looking at the technology and evaluating what what the what the what's the right technology stack, what uh, talent you need to bring in. And that's part of the reason why our clients choose Logic 2020 is we help them make those decisions and we bring our expertise and not just on the technical side but on the business side as well. Uh, I would love, Dimitri, for you to talk about waterfall versus agile. I've heard, you know, that going on for a while. What are your thoughts on it? I think that dilemma is now very old, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of the organizations are going the agile route, uh, but what we're seeing, uh, kind of the new, well, rel relatively new thing now is uh, the scaled agile framework. It's basically how to make agile work in the enterprise environment. Uh, it's been around for some time, but only now we're seeing it really taking off. And it's about cross communication between uh, amongst different teams and planning farther ahead than just a sprint or two 
um, and I can I can talk more about it if you um, if you're interested. Well, I first like I you know scaled agile framework. I think maybe like why don't they just call it safe? <laughs> they do. Oh, how about that? Uh, so when when you're talking about you know agile versus uh, waterfall, you're, it, to a degree you're kind of talking about the two extremes, right? Like you know one's super fast, very iterative, but maybe lacks the long term view that waterfall has in spades. But obviously you do like six months of requirements gathering for waterfall. The business might have changed, things might have moved on, and um, so is is safe really that the sort of that happy medium for most organizations to look at adopting if they haven't already? It is, and it's not it's not quite uh, it's not very similar to the waterfall methodology actually. So it's taking the agile to the next level and um, giving you the advantages of the waterfall without losing the agility that you get with the agile framework. Mm. So what is what are one or two things that when people think of senior technical project managers or that that genre of work and they're wrong that you just probably get to tell people what to do and that's that's about it which is uh, very far uh, from the truth so you you have to be actively involved you have to you I mean there's a lot there's a lot more going on day to day than just telling people what to do what do you uh, Dimitri anything else you want to talk with us about robots oh that's right Dimitri <laughs> created his own robot it's really exciting um I've seen it in action uh Dimitri just take like you know 12 seconds to tell us about your robot um that's something that I guess I used to have as a as a hobby before I had kids and um robotics was something that I was interested in and uh, also gave me an opportunity to apply my, my to apply my development skills and not just uh, project management and uh, kind of bring me back to the what I started with Mm -hmm. um, so I started building a new one, but I haven't had time to complete it. It's really cool. Awesome. Dim Dimitri, have you uh, seen the Terminator? I have. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know where this leads, don't you? Skynet. Yeah. Yeah. Skynet. So just keep that in mind when you're developing your viruses and your fancy robots. Dimitri, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. My name's Ethan Silvers. I'm Nicholas Kelly. Thanks so much for joining us on Between Two Consultants. We look forward to seeing you again.